In this episode of the Business of E-Commerce, I talk about the things to consider before deleting products from an e-commerce store. This is the Business of E-Commerce, episode 57. Welcome to the Business of E-Commerce, the show that helps e-commerce retailers start, launch, and grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Charles Plusky, and today I'm here to talk about what are the best practices and what are the things to consider before deleting products from your e-commerce store? First, how this came up is the other day I was talking with a Spark Shipping user. Um, we are kind of delving into some things on their site and had some questions about Spark Shipping and the functionality. And one thing we do very often is we connect inventory quantities with vendors, manufacturers, that sort of thing. What happens very often is in the store you have the product, the manufacturer has the quantity, all of a sudden they just remove it from the inventory feed. So it just disappears. Um, you're not really sure whether it is out of stock, whether it's discontinued, whether it's a mistake, you just don't know, it just disappears. So we've always followed the route of saying, if it's not there anymore, if it's zero, whatever it is, just set it to zero in the shopping cart. And he was pushing back and asking why, why don't you delete them? You know, why not just delete products and then recreate them if they come back, that sort of thing. And that took me down kind of a rabbit hole of explaining, well, here's the reasons why this and that. And I realized that a lot of times people delete products um, from live sites. And we've always kind of taken the tact that that's something that you shouldn't do. So just some thoughts around that and why and why we've taken that, um, that philosophical belief that you shouldn't do that. And it's just a bad practice and what to do about it. So first you have products, they have direct URL links. If you delete that product in most shopping carts, it's gone. If you visit that URL link, direct URL, it's either going to say product not found, maybe just redirect you to the homepage, redirect you to a category somewhere else. But essentially that that's gone. Now it's no longer there. It's no longer available. So some issues with that is first, you might actually have folks, if you've been around for a while, deep linking to some of your product pages. You see that all the time. There's a blog and they say, hey, we recommend XYZ product. Here's the link. And they link not to your store URL, but directly to that product page. Once you delete that, all that traffic, they're just gonna be lost. So even if it redirects to your homepage, they're gonna get to your site and end up just then having to look around and search for it and try to say, oh, it's not there anymore. What happened? And get confused and leave. So that's one reason never to do that. Second reason, and this probably is one of those things that, you know, no one really tells you, but for SEO purposes, Google now is going to rank those products. They're going to show up high in search engine results, especially if they're older, been around for a while. You might actually be getting some page views on these random long tail keywords. Once you delete those products, they're gone. Google's going to de-index them. You'll no longer get those pages in Google. So right there, you're going to lose that SEO benefit. And even more so if you had folks deep linking from other pages to those products, now you lose the SEO benefit of that as well. So for SEO purposes, and even just for normal human interaction purposes, really bad to just delete products and just leave someone in the lurch and say, Hey, you know, let's pull this out of the search engine. Let's pull this out of the search on our site, catalog, everything. It's just gone. So what I've always recommended instead is two different things. It depends on your shopping cart. It depends on what, you know, 
exactly why you're deleting the product. First way around this is a redirect, a URL level redirect. When you go to that product page, you want to redirect that user or Google or wherever to a different version, a newer version, some other replacement for that product, not just the homepage, not just the category, but actually you're trying to tell users and search engines, Hey, this product's no longer there, but look over here, here's the new version. And you want to do that using a URL redirect. I can put some links in the show notes, but you also want to make sure specifically it's a 301 redirect, just because that tells Google, this is now over there permanently. 301 is a permanent redirect that's over there permanently, any sort of SEO benefit, anything like that, look over there, that's a new source of truth. So that lets them know not to keep coming back to this page. It's now, let's move this out of the index, but any of that SEO rank can just pass along over there. So that helps Google out, it helps web browsers out. Um, there's other sorts of redirects, a 302, 307, 308. I can send a link as well on redirect types if you wanna geek out on redirect types, I'll add that to the show notes. But there's temporary redirects, there's some other sorts. There's other cases that should be used, but in this case where a product is really discontinued, it's not coming back. It is a permanent redirect, it's a 301. So make sure you're using a 301 redirect. How you do that will vary shopping cart by shopping cart, but check out, you know, if you're using Shopify, BigCommerce, Magento, WooCommerce, whatever it happens to be, they all do this. Additionally, there are some plugins for almost all the shopping carts, some plugins, some apps, where when you delete a product, it gives you a new URL. So you can make it nice and easy to say, hey, you remove product X, give us a URL of product Y and let's point over there. So it automatically does that pointing for you. So there are apps to do that, there's plugins, but you can always do it just on a basic HTTP level, permanent redirect. The other way that I've recommended, and this could be even nicer, is use that old product page almost as a landing page of saying, hey, this product's no longer there, but here's the new version. Here's a replacement. Here's something else you can use instead of that product. And this is done by even like an Amazon, right? Where you go, version one was discontinued. Here's a link to version two. And that allows a user to understand, oh, I'm, you know, this is an old version. This is deprecated. It's no longer being sold, but here I go. So it's actually a nice thing for users Plus it gives a URL, search engines are gonna follow that over to the new product. So you'll still maintain your rank, you'll still maintain all that data about the new product, but you now get to point users and say, no, here's the new version. Here's something else you should be looking at. Here's even, let's even build a nice little landing page and say, there's actually three other manufacturers. Maybe this manufacturer discontinued it altogether. There is no other version, but we have three other manufacturers with a great replacement for this product. So it allows you to really kind of control the user experience and point users in the right direction and really kind of say, this isn't there anymore, but here's some other things you can do. So those are two ways I always recommend. A couple other things to consider is if you do use that product page and put listings to a new product, you should think about, do you want to make that product not searchable in your own search um, on your shopping guide? So let's say someone goes and keys in the product, sometimes you want to remove the product from there just so they're not, you know, typing in a search. And maybe if you've been around for years and years, you're now going to have hundreds or even thousands of products that have been removed. So you might not want those showing up in the top level search, showing up in categories, but you do just want to leave that raw page in there. So that traffic coming directly to that page as a landing page 
can still get the value of it, but you might not want people searching and finding them. You don't want the old version of a product to come up before the new version, that sort of thing. So you might just want to consider removing them from the categories, removing them from the search on your site and just leaving the product page itself. And again, this is something that all the shopping carts support. Usually there's a little checkbox that lets you know, Hey, remove this from the search, remove this from all the categories, but just leave the product as is set the quantity to zero out of stock, whatever it is. Users can't buy it, but at least they can see it. They can see the old photos, old description, here are the links to the new product. There's very few times also where there are some considerations, there are very few times though, we actually should be deleting products when it's something that never should have been there in the first place, or maybe you just imported a bunch of products, realized this isn't right. They were, you know, whatever, they were there for an hour, there for a couple of days, just delete them. That's totally fine. We're talking more once product, once they've been around for a while, once you have a few sales under your belt, even within a few days, Google starts to rank these. So once they're there and you start to get any sort of traction, that's a time to really take pause and say, should we be deleting these? I've talked to users before where, you know, they come in and they're asking, okay, we're going to do a bulk delete of all these products. And it's always like, uh, let's, let's pump the brakes here. Let's slow down, try to figure out, you know, should we be deleting them? Or for now, let's just start off, just mark them out of stock. If you're not sure what to do, that's the easiest because at least then users understand, you know, we can't, we can't buy them. And at least worst case, they're still indexed and users will come on and just search for a new product. So very worst case, just leave them out of stock or just make them so they can't be added to a shopping cart. And at least that you're not going to confuse your users. You're not going to lose that SEO benefit and you'll be able to start figuring out and coming up with your own kind of protocol on, Hey, these products were discontinued. Here's what to do. And a lot of times if you're doing any sort of drop shipping or anything like that, eventually manufacturers will either send maybe a monthly quarterly email update. Here are the discontinued products. They might have a discontinued product list on their FTP site. They might even provide in their feed. Here are all the products that we sold in you know, 2018, but here's some little checkboxes showing you the discontinued ones. And this might be a process where then you, you make a decision, you know, once a quarter, once a month to go in there and here's the pruning we should do. Here's the products we should remove or however you want to handle it. So I would say come up with your own system, something that works, a checklist, something that is followed every time, you know, here's how to determine which products have been discontinued and here's what to do about it. Here's our procedure. And that'll just allow a much better user experience and give you all the same SEO benefits that you had before and allows your site to just keep growing and snowballing and getting those listings, getting that SEO and just passing it to the next products. So I hope that helped. If so, I'd love some feedback. My email is charles at businessofecommerce.fm. Also Charles Powell on Twitter. I'd love for you to come on the site, subscribe to our newsletter and any sort of feedback. Also five-star reviews in iTunes are always greatly appreciated or a little, uh, little thumbs up in YouTube is great as well if you're watching on the video. So thanks and I'll see you next week.